0: This is the Extravagant Promises Podcast, and I'm your host, Gregory. This is a podcast about reckoning, recovery, and redemption. Tonight's episode is episode number 51, Outside Issues. We share our experience, our strength, and our hope. Before I get into the the podcast, and this one will be a a short one, I will explain, though, that this this podcast is a a bit of a deviation from my prior uh, two podcasts where we're focusing on, you know, some 1900s, uh, 1903 works by... John Watson and Ian e. McLaurin called Homely Virtues and how I think that work really actually was pretty brilliant in, in the way that it interfaces with recovery and the precursors of works like it that led to um, or certainly feel like they played a role in uh, the creation of the big book. Um, but I don't have any evidence that they, they did play such a role. It just It's just beautiful when you read things and they seem to have such a uh, synergy and a harmony with with the the fundamental works that are part of our program but before i get into any of that um i will be this is a deviation from those prior podcasts and it's it's really about the chaos it's not about the chaos in our country it's about us staying sober when all around us are losing their minds and um and the concept of outside issues and how we maintain serenity um you know especially people with only a few days or maybe only a few years of sobriety, you know, um, and how how that works. So uh, before I get going in depth on that, you know, just real quickly, um, this isn't an AA meeting. It's not, it's not approved literature. It's just my act of service. Um, this is an act of charity. I will not accept, you know, I don't, I don't ask for nor will I accept money for this podcast. Um, and I ask that you preserve my anonymity and I will preserve yours. And um, and I'm not a mental health professional, um, and so I just always say those things. So I want to be very clear that this is I'm just one guy who is out there suffering, trudging the road of happy destiny, trying to um, stay sober, help others achieve sobriety, working my program one day at a time. Sponsoring, I have a sponsor. My um, sponsor has a sponsor. Um, we sponsor other dudes, and um, and I go to meetings, and I work the steps, and I and I try to do service, and this is one of those acts of service. All right, so with all that said, um, I this is not ideologically centered. There is no politics in this podcast, no no religious, I mean, I do touch upon higher power and, and, and faith, but this isn't a dogma or ideologically um, uh, centered podcast, and I consider a lot of that to be outside issues. But I will say... It is hard on my serenity. It's hard on my stress, um, and I, I become very stressed about the news, um, whether it's mainstream media, online media, um, you know, the texts that I receive from people about current events. Um, I have a tendency to get very spun up in those things, and as someone who was, you know, a professional who had, uh, you know, spent thirty years. Um, voicing my opinions and things like that you know it's it's it, it it's part of the drug for me it's part of the disease for me to get all caught up in in these things and start thinking like well i'm going to send a letter to whoever um i'm going to stop this behavior you know i'm going to go and uh and get involved and and um and you know i i know that there are a lot of people who you know they turn on the television or they open up their ipad or their or their phone get on social media and it's like I and mean, I'm one of them where it, it just feels like I'm almost getting drunk. And, you know, in twenty twenty, the beginning of the year, I pledged, as I've shared on this podcast, I wasn't going to read or consume any news for the year. Um, and I was going to uh other than putting up posts that alerted people that I had a podcast episode up, I wasn't gonna engage in social media either and um you know and then this thing called covid or the pandemic struck and it just shook everybody's lives up and all of a sudden it was like i didn't feel like i had the privilege or the or the or the you know the foundation to just turn the news off and then the election and all those things started happening and it was as if um you know i i couldn't I couldn't stay away from it, you know, and it was almost like I got addicted to it, you know, watching the news in the morning and watching the, the markets and watching the elections and all the polls and, and then, you know, checking out social media and, and I stayed sober and I went to meetings and I did on zoom meetings and I, you know, but, but, but boy, it, I just, I just felt like I was almost like I was emotionally drunk it it, and so you know when i saw what has been going on over the past couple of days and really the past couple of weeks months whatever you know with people accusing each other of things name calling shaming public public humiliation public i mean damn let's face it there've been public executions of human beings on both sides of this you know i mean i start to think like how how do i how how can i help my how how can i stay sober how can i keep my serenity and how can i pass the message along so that other people who who might who might share the the same concerns with me um h- how do they stay sober too you know keep your serenity um you know cuz honestly like if somebody you know came again i'm politically agnostic in this um you know, but either side somebody comes in, I've had friends that are losing their minds on either side of the coin here, either side of the political aisle, and they just start saying the most vile, vulgar things to each other or to me about how can this and that and and, and um and I just have to say it's 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 like they're drunk. You know, it's like they're drunk and I feel the effects of that drunkenness when I'm when I'm when I'm around that. So, okay, so so is this Now I got to be careful. I don't want to get in too much advice giving here or, um, you know, cross talking. Um, But, but I do want, you know, I I have a small listenership. I have a small following, but I love you because you help me stay sober. You know, I know there are people, I see the analytics. I know it's a small group. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Joe Rogan or Malcolm Gladwell or somebody like that. And I don't want to be. You know, I just want to help one person stay sober today because by doing that you help me stay sober. You know? So how do we do it when we look at, at people storming the Capitol? When we look at people burning down buildings all over the country, when we look at, at um you know uh uh one side saying the other side should be arrested and, and and put in jail, um, one side calling the other side Nazis, the other side calling the others communists. You know, all the supporters are, you know, vile and things like this on either side. And it's like, you know, how do we, how do we, how do we sit there and avoid all that? You know, and, and this is how we avoid it. And this is, this is how I avoid it. Um, first of all, I acknowledge and I admit that, that I'm powerless over those things. That, that they are part of my disease trying to get me off center you know that if you want to if you want to call it Satan, you want to call it the demon, you want to call it whatever it is your disease. It's trying to lure you into a state of weakness, into a state of powerlessness, where 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 your equipoise is gone, and 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 we are powerless against it. But but this idea of and into a state of hopelessness, so that you start to behave in ways that are inconsistent with your values, that are inconsistent with your program of recovery, that are inconsistent with your sobriety, and they're inconsistent with your serenity. That's what that disease is trying to do. It comes at you, it comes at me at many different ways. There are so, you know, that's what, you know, cunning, baffling, and power, all powerful means. It's not just sitting there being like, hey, there's a Bud Light ad outside your room that that's going to get you to drink, that's not, that's, no, that's, that's junior varsity, right? Your disease, my disease, it's, it's, it's all pro. It's all pro, and what does it do? You know, one of the ways my disease attempted to get to me, and I was able to just get around it. You know, by saying get get the get the away from me. You know, but it was when I was having all this tremendous back pain, and um, and a voice kind of in my head started telling me that alcohol is a medicine, just like opiates are, and things like that. And like you know, it's an old remedy. And you know, you could have a cup couple cocktails or like a real strong liqueur or something would ease the pain in my back. Cause I was having trouble walking around at points, you know? And and I was just like, oh my God, I recognize this is what, this is what my disease, that's how it's coming at me now. You know? That's how it's coming at me. So I called my sponsor. I told on, told him I heard this, you know, feeling, you know, not a craving to drink, just more like this stupid thought, you know, but I'm not gonna drink. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to stay sober. I'm going to go to a meeting, you know? And it's the same thing with this, with all this political unrest and this, you know, um, I mean, gosh, darn, we've been through the darn pandemic. We got people dying. We got all the, you know, and we're just like, how do we stay focused? How do we stay in our program? Well, first is we stay in our program. This is when we have to double down. This is when we have to read the big book. This is when we have to meditate. We have to ask for God to come into our heads before we do. This is when we have to go to meetings and you know and, and keep it tight. You know, you don't want to talk, you don't want to shut people down, but you also want to be like, look, you know, this is not the place for outside issues. You know? And we treat those outside issues like the disease that it is. You know, we are not capable of being involved. We are not capable of being righteously angered or, or, you know, when we think there's, there's some, when we're angry, there's something wrong with us. You know, we can be hurt. We feel those emotions, but we have to understand that's our disease trying to get in like a kudzu vine working its way all around the tree or, or water trying to get in through your roof. That's what, that's what your disease is trying to do to you, trying to do to me. You know, it's trying to get me any way it can, you know, it's lurking in the alleyway. Then you know today the alleyway is social media. Today the alleyway is is cable television or whatever it is. And it's like you go on there and you see people yelling at each other. You see them calling them names, calling governors of a state an ass and a clown and a, making up nicknames for people and all these things. You're like, this is ridiculous. This is not consistent with my sobriety. It's not consistent with my values. It's not consistent with my serenity. You know, so so I have got to treat it. It is an outside issue. Now, how how else do we do it? We, we acknowledge it. We acknowledge number one, this is the way it is. You know, this is my disease, and I am not alone in this. I am not alone. And probably most people are caught up in it. You know, and it's it and, and it's my disease though. You know, number two is I have to identify it, name it, and tame it. It is an outside issue. You know, this is something that is outside of of me staying sober today. If I drink over this, if I get rattled about this to the point where I lose my equipoise, my serenity, my my kindness, you know, all those things, my humility, then then I'm 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 just one I'm I've got one foot in the grave. You know, it's not gonna be too long before I pick up and then we know what happens. It's the first drink that kills you. You know, I was telling somebody today, I was like, I know without any doubt that if I picked up a drink. It'd be it only be a probably matter of weeks, maybe months before I be dead. I know that. I'd be so ashamed of myself. I would be so saddened and grieved that I lost my connection to my higher power and, my, and, and that, I, that I had destroyed all of the work that I had done that I know I would go right to 11. I would go right to the top of that big giant mountain of, 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 of alcohol abuse and all of the things, and, and I wouldn't start at the bottom. I'd start at the top, and I would and it would be just a, 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 a downhill run right to descent into hell and death. And so I have got to be careful, and I got to I got to name it and tame it. These all this chaos and all these are outside issues, you know. And then finally, you know, does it need to? There, there are two. I guess there I guess there are four points. Is the first thing is acknowledging that I'm not alone. The acknowledging what's going on. This is my disease. The second is name it and tame it. You know, this is an outside issue. These are this is part of that disease trying to get you get you by talking. Oh, Come on, you can smoke weed and then be mellow. You know, like that's not going to get you drunk. Yeah, right. You know, politics, you know, arguments, they, these are the things that get us drunk our ego starts to get involved. Well, how dare you say that about the president or the president-elect? How dare you say that about this person or that person or whatever? Well, well I think you're wrong, you know, and all of a sudden it's like you're drunk on ego and power and intellect and, 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 the, and, the, and now the snakes and the kudzu vine has turned into snakes and they're wrapped around your, cort- vert- your cerebral cortex and they're asking you, you know, feed me, feed me more of this, you know, this power and this ego and the, you know, anger and, and the resentment. And it says, feed me a drink, feed me a drink, do it. That's what it does. That's, that's, so that's, that's, you know, number two, um, you know, number three is, you know, does it, does it need to be said by me? Does it need to be said? Does it need to be said by me? Does it need to be said by me now? You know, I, I guarantee you the answer is no to almost everything. I break break that rule every freaking day and it breaks my heart when I do it. But it almost nothing needs to be said by me and it almost nothing needs to be said by me now, you know. I mean, heck, I think it was like Warren Buffett or one of those great CEO minds said that a great CEO should only make like 3 important decisions a year. <laughs> think about that. You know, like like if you could be like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave, you know, does, does it need to be said by me? Does it need to be said by me now to like three times a year? You know, I get myself so wound up in drama and in other people's problems, you know, and outside issues. And it is the right now it is the hands down biggest threat to my serenity. You know, I, I feel like I have an impregnable fortress that I'm trying to build. Of 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 freedom and surrender and serenity and just, you know, flow that keeps me sober, you know, through the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. But I know those things are trying to get inside the walls, you know. And then, you know, the fourth thing is, is, is this is just, you know, maybe this is a little bit of advice giving, but I think it's stay off of social media if you can. Stay off of, of, um. The television, if you can, you know, try to find the most neutral news source, if you must, if you must look at news, you know, that try to find the most neutral one possible, you know, that that doesn't get you riled up, that doesn't get you angry, that doesn't get, you know that you know, they're not engaging ad hominem attacks on the other person, hyperbole, invective, you know, those may sound like big words, but we know what they mean. They mean drunken, drunken resentment behavior. You know, those are, those are fancy Ivy league words for, for drunken, emotionally drunk, you know, uh, uh, angry resentment behavior. We're not, we're so much better than that. And the way we're better than that is it's an outside issue, you know, and it doesn't need to be said now. And it doesn't need to be said now by me. And it doesn't probably need to be said at all by anybody. That's how we, that's how I, excuse me. That's how I stay sober. That's how I'm gonna get through this. You know, I don't need to convince anybody that they're right. I don't need to convince anybody that they're wrong. I don't need to be convinced that my positions are right or wrong. I don't even need to take any positions. No one gives a shit what my positions are on anything. You know, maybe except for how do I stay sober? How have I strung together nearly six years of sobriety? You know, how did I write a letter to God asking him to save me from killing myself? My last ditch effort, you know, on Father's Day in June of of 2015. How did a man who had enjoyed what the outside world looked like, was the most amazing successes and all these kind of things, get laid so low that I was hoping I would die and I was going to do it with my own hand. And then I wrote a letter to God that said, please, I'm worth more dead than alive. How can I serve you? How can I please save me? And then a friend said, I'm worried about your drinking. And that was what led me into a room full of other drunks who wanted to help me get sober. And and then the great man and the two great men in my life who became my sponsors, you know, who helped me get sober, stay sober and help other alcoholics achieve sobriety. It wasn't politics. It wasn't CNN. It wasn't Fox News. It wasn't MSNBC. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't any of that, you know. All that stuff is just noise in the background that my demons and my disease try to use to get me off center, off the beam. They want me off the radio frequency that that keeps me sober. They want me to, to, to plunge into the mountainside. Outside issues get us drunk, you know. And we don't have the luxury, ladies and gentlemen, you know, and again, this sounds a lot, a lot preachy, a little outside, a little, little advice given. I hope not. I hope you just understanding that I'm talking from my own experience, strength and hope that, you know, in my experience, you know, I don't have the luxury of getting involved in those things. You know, I'm like a, a a wounded veteran. Who's like, you know what? My, my days in the NFL are over. You know, like, are my day dreams of playing of me me being a pro athlete? I'm 53 years old. You know, though my my dreams of that are over. You know what? When I became a recovery a recovering alcoholic, you know, my days of drinking are over. I can't drink again. I can't use again. I can't do anything like that again and, and, and stay alive. And you know what? My days of having political opinions and having freaking, you know, being able to shoot my mouth off about all these things and get involved and get spun up, they're over too if I want to stay sober. I'm sorry to sound so militant today, um, but I'm begging, I'm begging everyone to really double down on their program right now. You know, turn off the television, turn off the Fox News, turn off MSNBC, turn off, you know, whatever Twitter or, you know, Instagram and all that stuff that's getting you riled up. Turn that shit off and, and just, you know, open up the big book. Call another alcoholic and say, hey, how are you doing? Are you staying sober in all this mess? Because I'm trying to. I love you. I love every single one of you. You keep me sober. That's how I stay sober is by giving the message, turning my mess into a message. you, know, you can always DM me on on Instagram at, at, at @extravagantpromisespodcast. You can comment on it if you want. Um, you can reach me by email: GregoryB at extravagantpromisespodcast.com. We can do this. We got this, you know. But we gotta we gotta stay vigilant, vigilant, hyper vigilant. Hypervigilant about the sanctity and the sacred nature of our sobriety, the sacredness of our relationship with our higher power, the sacredness of our relationship with one another. We have what can be, uh, you know, I had a God-sized hole in my life. And I can tell you this, social media and, and, and the news weren't making it better. And booze wasn't making it, you know, the news was booze and the booze was news. And it wasn't making it better. It was making it worse. And my life was, was I was a hair's breath away from snuffing out the candle. And then I found the rooms and it saved my life and gave me a life second to none that I'm so happy to be alive. I can be the man I always wanted to be. I can be the father I always wanted to be. I can be the the partner to my partner, you know, the, the loving partner, companion that I always wanted to be. I can be the. I can be so many things that I always wanted to be, as a good man. You know, just a just a, a, an ordinary, humble, good man. I don't need to be great. I don't need to be great at anything. I just want to be good, a good person, and a good man, a good father. And I and and you know those things that that that, that new that television with the news, the cycle and all. It didn't it didn't helping me be those things. Again, apologies for, for getting so fired up, but, you know, this is just, I just see, I see a, 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 almost like a drunken nation, you know, we're losing our minds. Um, But let me, um, let me wrap it up here and just say thank you to everybody for helping me stay sober today, helping me avoid outside issues today, helping me to keep my mouth shut and not say things that don't need to be said They don't need to be said now, and they don't need to be said now by me. You know, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. Mm. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. So let's work for them, ladies and gentlemen. God, please grant grant us, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, including outside issues, the wisdom, the courage to change the things we can, which is not outside issues, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you for helping me know the difference today that I I have no control over these outside issues and they will get me drunk and I'm not getting drunk. Not today. I love you. Amen.